Hello and welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manson. And this is episode 45, Knowing from 2000. Oh, wow. Next episode's going to be something special. I'll tell you about that in two weeks, Mike. Okay. Or, I mean, in two hours we'll record <laughs> the next episode. But this is episode 45, Knowing from 2009. The Cage Club Revisited, mm-hmm. as they have been for these 45 episodes, as now PSI Still Love Hoffman is doing, are meant to be listened to while you watch the movie. Yes, we have already done a review of Knowing. Episode 57 with our friend Tobin Addington. Yes, so listen to that. And now Contenders podcast. Right. Go check that out. That's our more in- insightful, thoughtful, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Oh, I just noticed the one in Knowing, the I, is, is a, a one. one. Huh. So we are in the month, this is April, the fourth April. month of the year, so we are celebrating 4Cage. Yes. This is that? some 4K releases, get knowing HD. on 4K Blu-ray, in two weeks we're doing Lord of War. There's I actually, also realized Spider-Man's yeah, now 4K Spider-verse too. Spider-Verse too, yeah. But I feel like we'll see that, that'll be a treat down the road. Yeah, maybe we'll do that during our animation block, because we have a lot of animated movies. And some of those things left are not good. Oh, because there's like Ant Bully, Spider-Man, like that could be a good week. Spider-Man bully? <laughs> Too bad it's not Ant-Man. It's uh, Ant Bully. So there's an Ant-Man but, and a Spider-Man? But there's a lot of the same jokes in Ant Bully when we watch that, right? It was in Thor, I think, right? In, in Ragnarok, where, oh, no, where no, Thor no, is it, telling Banner? No, is, it's is in it uh, Infinity War. Oh, it's in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, but that's where there's, like, there's an Ant-Man and a... But it is Bruce Banner, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's an Ant-Man and a Spider-Man? What's going on over there? He's been out of the picture so long. He's back right. now. And so we're going so to, we, we're watching, as we said, we're watching the 4K release, the 4K disc. We're going to hit play movie in 3, 2, 1, three, play. Four. This movie is 2 hours, 1 minute, 29 seconds long. Here there we go. It goes. So I think this just, mm-hmm. this is a movie worth, I think, owning in in 4K. Yeah. I have a small 4K collection. Like, I... Uh, I, I think I, I sort of gravitate toward newer releases, you know, like modern movies and things. That... Well, because I feel like it, when you when you go older, it, it, mm. the, the, there's really a question of whether or not how much they can actually clean up. Like I got 2001: A Space Odyssey. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm curious to see how much better that can actually look. I have that. And I'm also Alien is coming out this month on Alien Day. Mm. They're doing a new Ghostbusters because they found a whole bunch of extra features and deleted scenes, so maybe I'll buy Ghostbusters, but I'm like, do I need that one in 4K? I don't know. The other but... question is, or there is, so I think it's the original oh, Terminator that, like, they cleaned up too much. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And so it just doesn't look good, but... Look yeah. at this, numbers into letters, it's all in the code. Starting here, all the numbers in the sky look like stars, and... If we have, if you have, oh, if you're watching along with us as opposed to just listening, if you want to play Cage Club Bingo, go to cageclub.me slash games, download and print out your Cage Club movie bingo card there. It explains how to do that. All right. So this is, um, oh, this is is in the past, right? Is this this young Ruth Byrne? Is that her name? Roseburn? Roseburn. Is this young Roseburn? I can't remember who. Oh, no. no, This this is is her mother, right? Yeah, I think so. But that girl looks like a young Roseburn. Lexington, Massachusetts. This is the time capsule thing, right? Or yes. Something? Yep. She scratches. That. This is oh, because Cage will find this desk later in the movie. But this is it, this is the note that she writes with all of the numbers, and mm-hmm. then it just says E E, and we don't know what E E is. It's backwards threes. Spoiler alert: it's, everyone else. Oh, I thought it was extinction event. It's everyone else. It's everyone else. Because the whole first numbers are the, all like the nine eleven, how many people died, whatever. Yeah. This, this plane crash, that plane crash, that train crash, this mass murder spree, or whatever, and then it's just everyone else dies at the end, <laughs> which is really kind of cool, honestly. 
Yeah, I was mentioning, I mean, we'll get to there, we'll get to the end, obviously, but I was mentioning this movie to someone the other day, and I was like, you know, it really cops out by adding that extra scene at the very end where it saves all the kids on the planet, and it's like, wow, I sound like a monster, but no, like, really, I feel like this movie pulls its punch, uh, and it's so dramatic and, like, ballsy to be like, everyone on the planet's going to burn to death. So... I have on my bingo card Saturn Films, Cage's producer Saturn Films. He did not do this one. He did do Lord of War. Okay. So if you have that card in the next movie we're doing, which will come out in two weeks, by all means do that. I was thinking about... I trust you, but we also had... You know, there's a bit of a technical difficulty that I edited out. The, the movie wasn't playing, but I thought it would be really funny if like either you forgot the movie or we had a problem playing it that like we're celebrating 4Ks where we couldn't even watch the movie in 4K. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. we're here. Nope. We're rolling with it. Had to make that happen. This classroom scene, I mean, just the exquisite beauty of this 4K. Well, no, it's crazy, but like I'm looking and I was like, you know, all the signage and the stuff written on the walls and things. And yep. it's like I truly never really... I always wonder if like, is that really this visible on DVD, I, and I've told you right. Like I've watched DVDs in my 4K player, and they look atrocious sometimes. I have to watch them in my PlayStation. But uh, no, we'll get there. I mean, this is a nice. This is setting up. You know, this looks like the 50s, right? It does look like the 50s. The it's 50s, right. like you've never seen them before in 4K. Ah. So are we just gonna do the joke? Where it's like, look at that flag in 4K. <laughs> look at that abacus in I guess. 4K. I mean, we could. Oh, here she goes. Now, I haven't listened to the most recent PS I Still Love Hoffman, but I listened to the first two. Uh-huh. And, uh, three. Three? Okay, so I only listened to the first two. And... Uh, and, had a, and I was talking to Brian in the car on the way home from Hackers, and I was like, boy, you guys sound like on the ball and optimistic. It's a, I was like, so, so young and bright-eyed and all this stuff. I was like, just you wait. I think there's a couple benefits to that. Number one, they're obviously early in their run, which mm-hmm. is helping them. Number two, they're only doing one a month. Yes. Number three... I think they're also more recent to the Hoffman. Like, we've done so much... Well, I guess when we started this, but we've also, you know... We're now almost four years since we started Cage Club. Yeah. And three and a half years, really, since we finished the first run. It's just been a while. These movies aren't as fresh in our brains. He did so many. I mean, Hoffman did a bunch, too. We're all out of order, random. But I also think... Especially you have talked a lot about wanting to have just sort of like a current events movie podcast or whatever, and I still like, I'm not against the idea, but I want to make sure that there's a reason for it to exist. Yeah, yeah, and that's just what this became. Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, no, I'm... I hear that. So let's talk about Venom. For sure. Just kidding. Let's talk about us. We could talk about us, but let's let's try We're to talk about knowing. Americans. Sorry, I just. Just that, just that, guy, that impression came out of nowhere. That left—I mean, they cut away. But the guy on the left—I mean, we were just watching uh, Venom. I think I know who you're talking. But it looked about. like Tom Hardy. Yeah, I did. Have you ever? Did your school ever bury time capsule or anything? That just any kind of I think, thing like that. I want to say one year we buried one and dug it up at the end. Like we buried it in the fall and dug it up in the oh, spring or what something. What is that? That doesn't make any sense. You got to do at least like four years or something, right? I don't remember, man. Maybe. Okay, okay. Because, like, I remember when I was in, so my middle school was 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and 
I remember in sixth grade, we like wrote a whole bunch of shit in an envelope and gave it to the teacher. And then she gave it back to us when we went to high school or junior high okay, or whatever. Okay. Or like, yeah, she gave it at the end of that school. So I guess it was like three or four years. Oh, oh yeah. Creepy. Creepy. Uh, this reminds me a little bit of Pet Cemetery, the new one. Oh, I want to see. Kind of dog shit. Really? I it's getting like it. great reviews. Did you see the original one? No. Oh, dude, the original one I watched recently. It is scary as shit. It's insane. Not... I, my, I have a problem with Stephen King adaptations. I think I just think that they don't know how to adapt a book well because not. I don't love his books. I've read a couple of his books. I like some Ooh, of the books that he wrote. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult to I think convert a, a, any book to a movie, and I just feel like. The new Pet Cemetery is just filled with jump scares and like just creepy stuff, and it doesn't work as well. Oh. Ben, ben Mendelsohn. Just was trying to think who was in this movie from Trespass. Yeah, that's right. Shout out again to our listener who wrote in an email about Trespass that we read on the Spider Verse episode. So if you want to go check out be- decoding the, be- oh, the, the twist of New of Jersey, Trespass. Oh, they just know let's keep God. Where does this take place? Like New Yorky ish area, yeah, right? Like East Coast. Cage is kind of moving around because he's following really the nice. clues. It's all going to be gone. This mirrors the final shots of the movie, too, where this all gets wiped away by the ribbon of fire. Burning. Asinda. You know, normally we record the revisited up at uh, your place because it's a little bit closer to a couple other hosts that they want to drop by to guest. I do, you know, I'm glad that we, because you, you have a very nice TV, but I feel like with the 4K, we need the full, yes, this as is big nice. as possible... This is good. It looks nice on my TV. It looks great on your TV. Did you give this a test run when you bought it? No, no, no. I haven't. I just opened it up and, uh, you know, redeemed the digital code. Cool. And everything, and uh, that's it. Yeah. I watched Bumblebee. (laughs) That movie looks amazing in 4K. It looks so good. I like that movie a lot. Too bad I heard they're not going to keep going. They're not? I heard that uh, this one didn't make a lot of money. People weren't too into like them slowing it down and taking it easy as much as I was and um, they wanted more bayness, baziness, the bay the bay actionness of like just what the fuck is happening and can't understand what's going on. But I loved it. There he is. What I do like so we changed it's not on here, but if you have subtitles in your card, we changed the subtitles thing to read Subtitles or other text on screen. Mm-hmm. So, like, just like that. But not... I try to figure out in a way that... Rabbits. You, us. Oh. Oh. Or there's also peaches or bunnies. So if you oh, have that... Oh, oh, oh. Right, that, check that off. But um, I wanted to sort of convey in a bingo square, not, like, opening credits. Because, like, directed by Alex Bright, it should not count as a bingo square because every movie has that. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. But if there's, like, an establishing credit or something... Cage looking good. Ten years ago, this movie came out. He does look good in this movie. Astrophysicist Cage. That's a pretty solid telescope. I feel like mm-hmm. with so many lights that are on around just like the house and everything, like it wouldn't be, you know, <laughs> not my science glasses for a second. Yeah, you want to go like in the middle of nowhere with yeah. no lights. But look at the size of that thing. That thing's huge. Looks like a, like a bazooka. Last year, when my friend got married, the friend that I went to Scotland to see is to him get married, when we had, when he had his bachelor party down the shore... We see this place is like beautiful Airbnb, and like we're just like wandering around. There's like this gigantic telescope in one room. We're like, "What is this doing here?" <laughs> and I also wondered how many people actually used. Wait, is that the kid from uh, that show on Fox? The three year the show that last ran three years that we talked about that got canceled about the town 
in oh uh, what was that the Shyamalan thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Cage was serving hot dogs, which we forgot to mention because hot dogs are big in Keanu the Keanu verse. Uh, something what was that with uh, Matt points. Dillon? Yeah, oh, is that the kid? Well, I thought the kid was a little older. But this kid's like nine. That that show was on like he he would have been like fifteen on the show. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Chandler know. Canterbury, is that him? He looks. I don't know. I like no. the house. He's been in other stuff, but it wasn't. He wasn't in that show. He was. Oh, he played Benjamin Button at age eight. Oh, that was on today. I watched a little before I left. Um, he also in this movie, the kid says, "I'm going to be a vegetarian." I've decided to be a vegetarian. And as we know, they, he's part of the new society that's going to be, you know, born on the other planet at the end of the movie. So, like, they're going to grow up not to eat meat. I think, you know, that's a, a little message from Alex Proyas to, Wayward from, from him to us. That's it. I only watched season one because I was like, that's perfect. Uh, I don't want to see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rest of it's okay, but it's not as good. No, oh, that, I forgot he wore a hearing aid. Actor. Kid wearing a hearing aid. Oh, Cage eating. I didn't really see him eat. He was cooking. Yeah. I have that too. Does the hearing aid thing come back? That, I don't know. I don't remember. We will see. Because I don't think I've watched this since we watched it for Cage Club. I don't think I watched any Cage. I only watched them when we were recording for them. Yeah. Mostly. I almost, I pulled out Valley Girl to watch the other day, but I didn't watch it. Which I, is mm. not a story. No, but we've had, I think we've had a conversation on Revisited where it's like, hey, like just because we're doing Tom Cruise, if you want to watch... You know, specifically Edge of Tomorrow. Something. And this house. And I a, ended up watching Edge of Tomorrow. This house is a mess. It's rustic. It's a uh, fixer upper. Oh, here's the this song plays at the end too. Cage drinking. Okay. He's kind of got the crazy eyes in this scene, but they get crazier. That from his dead wife, I think. Uh, right. I believe so. Hmm. Hey, oh, okay, so they're in Boston? D.C.? Oh, it is Boston. Wait, why? how do you know is, that? Because uh, they're rowing? I don't know. But they row, they row a bunch, they, they crew a bunch of places, but they are in MIT, so it's, you know, you're right. Oh, Cage is a teacher or a Professor Cage? Professor oh, school, Cage. here we go, school. I feel like this is actually a pretty decent classroom. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're actually shooting at MIT? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. I wonder if the production designer like actually went there to see what the room looked like, at least, and tried to find a facsimile of it. Oh, this should throw in the sun around. Oh, right. Gale. Hmm. That's a young Hemsworth. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, it's Gale from Hunger Games. Weird. I was watching something with a Hemsworth in it the other night. I... Was it Thor? No, no, no. Um, they're being, you know, I don't like the way they're treating the sun here, and the sun doesn't like the way that uh, Earth's treating Ooh. it either, I think. And, uh, I like that a lot. Who is it? It's one of the younger Hemsworths. It's not Larry Hemsworth, of course, because he's only in good place. <laughs> but there's one of the younger. Is it this one who plays, or is it Liam? Or is this Liam? I don't know. One of them plays Thor in the Thor play in yeah. Ragnarok. I think yeah. it's this one, but maybe not. I'm thinking of the third one. Now it's going to bother me. I have to check and see what I saw recently. I want to say this was the shot I pulled maybe for, the, for my profile where he's just holding the earth and the, holding sun. the sun. Even though I feel like even still, 
the sun is not at all proportional. Like the sun is so much bigger than the Earth. Like I don't think yeah. even, even in that little display that that's accurate. But maybe it is. Hmm. It's not every day that you get like a uh, astrophysics lesson in the middle of like a Hollywood blockbuster film. <laughs> it's just Cage, what's up? You're just like staring out into nothingness. What well, soon all that will remain nothingness. I like Ben Mendelsohn's like creepily spying on him. Like he just had his back against the wall, just like peeking around the corner. Like you're a teacher, you can just show up. You can just just roll in. Exactly. You belong. You're supposed to be there. Mm, shit just happens. Is that on the test? There's a lot of pictures of the earth there. This is sort of early men- American Mendelssohn, right? Like, I don't know. He was in Gods Behind the Pines. He was in Which this. is after this. Okay. Yeah, he was in he Animal was in, Kingdom. He was I in think the original was the Australian Reynolds, version. Mississippi Grind or something. Now he's all over the damn place. Like, he was just Talus. Captain Marvel, he's been he was the big baddie in Ready Player One, he was you know, Krennic in like Star Wars Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. One he's been in 80 things, let me take a look back oh shit so he got a start he's in Trespass, of course he got a start in uh, 84 oh okay, I guess it's probably as a child actor maybe, no, 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 19 episodes of Neighbors right, so. doing a bunch of things, Quigley Down Under Things I've sort of vaguely heard of, but don't really know. I like how it's kind of autumn in this movie, and the leaves are falling. Like, you can't really fake that. Oh, he was in Vertical Limit, which I saw, I Hmm, think... I never saw that one. that was a movie that we went to to see on my birthday, like a birthday party one year, and I don't remember anything about it, because I was like, I don't like this movie. Here we go with the time capsule, 50 years. But then he was in Australia, which I think is the Baz Luhrmann movie, right? Hmm. I think, is that with Hugh Jackman? Baz Luhrmann, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman, yep. He's in that. That's 2008. Right. And then the next year, he's in Knowing. He's also in Animal Kingdom in 2010, which is an Australian movie, which they, they remade into a U.S. TV series. Oh, Two years that? later, he'd be in Trespass, and then The Dark Knight, and then Gosby on the Pines, Killing Them Softly, Adore, which was a movie that was very... I think they covered on how this get made, I think. Then he was in Startup, which is a great Australian prison movie. Exodus, Gods and Kings, another Gods movie, Lost River, hmm. Slow West, Mississippi Grind, which I still need to see. Rogue One, then Bloodline on Netflix, Ready Player One, Robin Hood, Captain Marvel. Robin Hood? Was he the Sheriff of Nottingham? Oh, is that the teacher from the beginning? That's that's cool. It's a good thing they opened this just in time for the apocalypse. Super convenient, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like they knew. So I wonder I wonder what Lucinda would what? have done if like in her mania she's like this is not going to be uncovered till after the apocalypse. Uh, well, why didn't she just write that shit at home or something? Like, why did she have to put it in the jar? But, yeah. Like, she should have just kept a piece of paper in her pocket and been like, this is important. Oh, boy. Everyone, chill out, children.
uh, and Cage's kid just so happens to get the ravings of a crazy lady. It's so lame. They're all like just pictures and stuff. Is that all they were supposed to write? Well, I think pictures? they're just supposed to draw something to, like just like what do you want to give to your friend? Oh, right. He's hearing the thing. Like he's he's picking the vibration. I think of the aliens. Maybe. Oh, they're guiding him toward that one. Oh yeah, they whispered to him. I guess. Mm-hmm. I sort of forgot about the Dark City guys that show up at one point. Octavia Spencer. Is that no? Is that maybe not? I couldn't see her quickly enough, and that that's not racist. I just thought it was maybe her. She's in Never Been Kissed, and so is, like, John C. Riley. That's that, like, Drew Barrymore movie, but there are, like, so many weird act, like, weird, but, like, it's so weird to see who are playing teachers at the high school or, like, the, um, or, like, reporters at, uh, Drew Barrymore's job. It's, like, all these actors who are huge now, but, hmm. like, or seem to be. I was like, I don't remember these people back then, but now I recognize all these people. Octavia Spencer not in this. That is Liam Hemsworth that we saw before. Oh, so are all the other numbers? That's it. That's what it was. So it's a it's a GPS coordinate and the date. And but the it's of also dead. all of the events they missed, right? Like there's a whole bunch of events. We well, like a pretty like nine eleven and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, just that the la- there, there's a few more. There's the plane crash right, that we so get to. What do you think was on that paper? Well, we they point out some. I know that nine eleven's on there. I but do they have to it. be major body counts, or can they just be? I don't think they all. I think I think it's just mm-hmm. extinction of. I don't know because I wonder. It's not. It didn't predict like the Kennedy assassination, right? Like that's not some of the coordinates, right? Like that's two. That's only one person, right? Like it needs to be like a group of people. So yeah, it's not like Dallas one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, just like maybe I don't know. Maybe the Challenger disaster. See that kid, that kid's not doing homework. He's doing Sudoku. Oh, because he's good at numbers. It is creepy. Like, that's a really creepy thing to get. Can you mm-hmm. imagine if you're that kid and you open up your letter from a girl from 50 years ago and that's what you see? Like, yeah, this is freaked out. Although, I feel like if your dad's an astrophysicist and if you're good at numbers, like, you'd be like, let me try to figure out what this means. I feel like you would maybe dig a little bit deeper than this kid did. But also, he's probably 10. One red shoe. Ooh, go listen to Hanks of the Memories, which is not out yet. Which will be out next Friday, the nineteenth. For a bad Tom Hanks movie. Is Cage singing in that footage? No, it's the mom. I forgot. I was looking at IMDb when I was looking up to see if Octavia Spencer's in this movie, which again she is not. But the girl who played Lucinda back in '59 is also playing Abby in 2009. Oh, cool. So, it's, it's nice when they can do that, because that girl obviously has, like, a creepy aesthetic and creepy yeah. vibe to her through the makeup and through her acting and stuff like that, and for her to be able to play two parts is a cool thing. Cage drinks again. A lot in this movie. Wow, he's a... Well, I mean, yeah. his wife died. He's dealing with a house that he does not have the time to fix up. Apparently, he's got a kid who doesn't want to wear his thing. Yeah, but he's got a, you know, the Simpsons. a good job. Planet Earth. <laughs> Oh, a tiger. Shout out Mandy. Oh, nice. This reminds me of Ghost Rider when he only wanted to watch monkeys on TV. He likes watching nature. He loves nature. Oh, Cage, what are you doing, man? He's really drunk now. You're wasting alcohol. I think he's just mindless. I don't think he's drunk as much as just, like, out of it. You know what I mean? Uh, 
it's all fate. You know, if you hadn't over poured and put that glass down just down there, and it just hadn't circled nine eleven two thousand one. So I wonder if this started as like one of Alex Price's crazy conspiracy theories, and then he's just like, you know what? I probably shouldn't reveal that I'm that crazy and just turn this into a, a movie and make some more fictional events around it. Because like, who comes up with that? What is that? It's a cool idea. I guess. Sorry, I guess. kids. You it know just, all these words, right? Like, you, we can just erase the like, word. Okay, what if you were gonna? What if this movie came out before nine eleven? Like, what would be the big event that people would be take him seriously, or like that would make Cage sort of go, "Oh, this is a real deal." Like, you couldn't. Like, is this a true post nine eleven movie? Ninety. I mean, I know that we know what this is, but like, how do you not see nine one one and be like, "Okay, let me split that off." You know what I mean? Even if you're not splitting off nine eleven. Nine. Eleven. Oh one. Nine eleven oh one nine eleven oh one twenty nine ninety six. What could that mean? Nine eleven oh one. When? What happened on that day? Just three or four years earlier than this, Cage would play in World Trade Center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, maybe a month or two ago, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this as it comes out, John Bernthal was on Mark Maron's podcast on WTF, and they were talking about he was talking about that movie, which I don't even remember he was in. Maybe, maybe was he? I remember very, Michael very, Shannon. Very small part. Michael Shannon walking from like Boston to New York. Like, like what's this guy up to? Oh, he's just a good guy. Okay, <laughs> on a mission to help. But uh, he was talking about how he had like this. It was, I think, it was his first movie role because he had, he had been an actor before. He had like it's actually a really good interview. I really like it. But he was talking about how this was his first movie role, and he's like, I'm going to get into the mind of the firefighter who died, and, like, like, dude, you have one line, like, do not bring their family into this. But he, like, spent time with the other firefighters and told, like, you know, the guy, the guys who were friends with the guy who died, hmm. and, you know, got to know them, and then eventually they connected him to the guy's wife, and he sort of talked to her a bunch on the phone and everything like that, and, you know, he, he had a very small role, but it was cool to hear. They don't talk about, I don't think, I don't think they talked about Nicolas Cage. They talked about Oliver Stone, who made the movie, but I was like, oh, I know that movie. We watched it. I feel like, like, I understand that maybe this is how you work, right? Like, you're going to do this on the board. Dude. But why not type it up? Yeah, type that shit. Like, you already have no it way. You know how lucky he is? His whiteboard was big enough and that he started with small enough letter numbers and everything. Like, dude, I rewrite lists, like, all the time, and it gets so annoying. It's like, there's no way I would write all that out on a whiteboard. You could do all this stuff, like, on sheets or something. Yeah. So are these real disasters that he's finding, or do you think they're movie made? No, I think I'm guessing that some poor intern had to like, hey, go find us fifty That's, disasters that killed thousands of people. Because that seems kind of like nowadays they wouldn't do that. That kind of feels a little important. In fact, didn't they get rid of some footage in Bird Box because like they used real footage of like a plane crash? I think in the YouTube? UK they did, or something like that. One I saw of the, the weirdest I saw the scene, Bird Box. One of the weirdest bits is like uh, on. Do you watch John Oliver? No. Oh, okay, so like um, in London, I guess they can't show footage of Parliament and stuff, so he airs like all of this other random stuff instead for them. So like we get to see the footage, but they – and he's like, well, and if you're in London, this is what you'd be watching right now. And it's just like, you know, like a bear on a unicycle or something. <laughs> oh, Cage dropped his drink. I don't think I have any bingo squares crossed off. Wow. Am I going to win with one? Actually, no, I'm going to cross off Cage Freaks out because he just understood the gravity of the situation right there. I'm going to get Airplane or Airport later, so I'm going to do half-cross there. 
I'm going to get so many of these, but... Cage on screen with an animal when he was watching a tiger on screen. Does that count? Sure, I'll give it to you. Cool. Trying to see if there's anything else. Someone makes a threat. I know, I have that too. It's coming. It's Yeah. Magic mysticism, I mean... Another movie plays in this movie. I think he was watching a nature document. Well, maybe it was a movie. Do you think it was a movie or was it a TV show he was watching? I'll say it was a movie. So what is this now? A photograph of his whiteboard? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's missing a couple circles and things. Like, Well, because he doesn't know what those are Oh, yet. those are the coordinates. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so the number could be as low as 81. I mean, not that that's a low number. I, I, see, a four, like, I see a 48 circle. You know how many school shootings would be on that list nowadays? You know, like, that's what's crazy is, like, it's only been 10 years and there's been so many tragedies. Like, that list would be so much longer. I Yeah, but I don't know. 48 is still a lot. But there's also one he looked at that was that killed 229,000 people. So I know. It's, it's, like, it's so random. There should be... Like, that's why I want to know, if is, it, is it just predicting significant deaths and events, or is it really going for, like, a tally? And I love how the code just gives up, and it's like, everyone else. Everyone well, no, else now. Well, well no, because it's, it's, it's not the code's giving up. It's, that's when Earth is ending. I know, but, I mean, it's just funny how it's like, oh, we're going to keep count of how many people are dying. It's like a very specific number, and then it's just like, oh, everyone else. It's not like, oh, there's, you know... 21 million whatever number of people left like that would have been (laughs) I feel like that would have been in the uh, algorithm a little bit that kind of would ruin the twist oh no of course it would ruin the twist I mean none of it makes any sense but (laughs) I'm just trying to pull it together in my own mind it's the only or maybe if there were more letters in the code Kate freaks out again I already had that I do. So I understand. I appreciate, I appreciate that Ben Mendelsohn is trying to be rational and being like, look, this looks crazy, but like what all these numbers mean. But also at the same time, there are so many coincidences where so many things are like line up perfectly. Like, yeah, you got to believe a little bit, man. You know, if you came to me with this much crazy evidence, like I couldn't just show you the door immediately. You know, I would I'd have to. It would peak piqued my interest too much. I'm I'm surprised they wrote Ben Mendelsohn's character as like such a doubter. I mean, they're they're exploring the cosmos. They're looking for the unknown. Like this should be right up his alley. It's probably why the aliens targeted Cage and his family because he knew like that's the type of mind he has. He won't ever be able to let it go. Well, I think that's where the the aliens were whispering, right? Like, that's... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cage just going to random old teachers' houses and... Well, she's the principal. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just... he, You know, I don't know. It just seems weird that she's like, Oh, you're not even... Who are you? The father of a student now? But you want to know about this kid 50 years ago? You're not yeah. a cop, are you? No, I'm not a cop, ma'am. 
So today, as we are re- as we're recording uh, on this day in 2007, Grindhouse came out. Oh, on this day in 1990, I Love You to Death came out. Oh, and it's also Paul Rudd's birthday. Hey, he's 50, right? He's 50. That's crazy. He still looks great. He probably looks better than he ever has. I watched him. Okay, so yesterday there was this movie with him and Steve Coogan. They were like, um, they were a couple raising a kid in like Arizona and. Paul Rudd had that same haircut and beard that he had in Mute. It was really weird. It's a real. It wasn't like a bad Boy. movie, but like Paul Rudd looks so drastically different with like this huge lumberjack beard. And then he had like half of the sides of his head shaved and like a faux hawk thing. It was a bizarre look, but That's I, I was weird. like, he must have been. He must have shot this right after Mute or something. Yeah, yeah, it's current. It's from this year. So. How have I never heard of that movie? You said it's Steve Coogan and Paul Rudd? Yeah. Because I think it's a... I think it was a British movie made in America. I don't know. Is it it's, like... Is it a comedy or is it like a... It's like a dramedy. They're like a... They're like a bickering couple and then Coogan finds out he had a kid or something. Ideal home? Yeah. Oh, I've seen the poster. These dads suck. But I didn't know what it was about because it wasn't theaters. It made it to theaters last Did year. It really? Yeah. Holy shit. You see what Paul Rudd looks like in that movie? No. Why? you got to look on. Let me look. No, so I was describing him. He's got, like, the crazy beard. He's got the wild hair. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> and Steve Coogan looks like Steve Coogan. Yeah. So here's what else is weird. I was watching um, that um, Laurel and Hardy movie with Steve Coogan and John C. Riley, And then they were also both in um, Holmes and Watson. So I was like, oh. That must have been fun to hmm. be like, hey, we just did this really great movie together. Now we're making this terrible movie together. <laughs> There's something I was watching lately that I feel like the trip guys that Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon were just like in one shot of. And I don't remember what it was, but they were like just in a restaurant. Uh, Rob Brydon was in uh, Holmes and Watson as well. I guess when you get one, you get a discount on the second one. <laughs> Do not see Holmes and Watson. It is rough. Doesn't this kid look like the kid from Wayward Pines though, a little bit or no? A little. He also looks a little like uh, Iron Man 3 kid. Mm. Like, oh, that's true. See, uh, not the hair, him. but... I don't think that I saw him in anything else. Hold on. Chandler Cantonbury, most known for this. After Life, After Dot Life, The Host, which was that Sersha movie, and Repo Men... He stopped acting like five years ago. Was he Jude Law's son in Repo Man? Men? Like Peter. The pumpkin eater. Oh, is that Cage's sister? In the movie? Remember he's yeah. got a sister? Oh, With yeah. Her. She's mm-hmm. got kind of a Zoe Deschanel thing going in that shot. What was the other movie he had a sister in? But they never... They weren't on he screen together. He was the together. one with uh, Jennifer Carpenter. Okay. What movie was that? Because she was like, she's like, I'm friends with your sister. I'm like, why aren't you just her sister? His sister. <laughs> I don't remember what movie that was. Let me take a look at that. And he acted with his own brother as his brother. In Seeking Justice. He had a sister. That was it. Seeking Justice. And they movie. only talked on the phone. So there's that new movie by 
S. Craig Zoller, the guy who made Bone Tomahawk, the guy who made oh, yeah, yeah. Dragged um, Across, dragged across, across Concrete. concrete. I it's, heard it's two hours and 40 minutes long. Oh, Avengers is going to be three hours and 15 seconds. That. That's fine. <laughs> this is not fine. This guy should make exclusively 90 minute movies. No, I mean, he wants to go, he's going for an epic, I guess. I don't know. I yeah, haven't seen. Cell Block 99 was not good. I didn't see it. I, I was kind of like, I'm People not, in, I know it's, I don't, I look at it and I'm like, I don't really feel like watching this ever. Like, it's not that I'm against prison fl- flicks and stuff. There's just something off about about the look of that movie to me. It looks terrible. Also, that's not Rose Byrne. No, 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 no. That's just the sister. Yeah. Who's Rose Byrne play? The Oh, the mom the, of the other girl. The mom, yeah, the crazy lady. Crazy person. She's a noise, huh? Who is she? She doesn't look familiar at all. I mean, I know her from the movie. She looks like she could be Cage's sister, though. Does he have siblings? Yeah, he's got brothers. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's got, I think, three? Mark Opla. And then Mark is the uh, radio DJ, right? And then his brother, Chris, who directed Deadfall and is in Arsenal as his brother... Mm-hmm. And I think there's one more, but I'm not sure. Because not any sisters, just no. brothers, bunch of boys. Yeah. So fifth build in this movie is DG Maloney as the Stranger, which feels very <laughs> high. Do you think is that this person? Is this who we saw? No, maybe not. Because she plays Allison. Was that girl? Was that woman's name Allison? No, I don't think so. See, okay, now an oil rig exploded. How many people probably died on an oil rig? Like 10, 11? Does that make the list? No, but he's, he's trying to find something. That oh, I see. List. He's looking for the lister. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's hunting for tragedy. But he's not finding it. He's looking for love in all the wrong places. Certainly. Cage passed out. At 3.30 in the afternoon. Like, I know he had probably had a long night of trying to, you know, Tell him, watch man, the news. He's getting hammered. He missed his pickup. It's raining. I had a liquid lunch, son. Oh, this is with the plane. Yes. Oh, I hate that traffic. Look at that. I just hate watching traffic. <laughs> Oh, wait, Cage is on the phone. What am I doing? Cage is driving. What am I... I'm off the ball here. Explosions and airplane or airport. I'm going to get here. Bad CGI. We're going to have to see if it's good or bad. I remember it being pretty okay. Man, Cage isn't going to die until the very end of this movie, so... Oh, is this him trying to date? Uh, it's just pre-Tinder, right? Yeah, I guess. Probably. Ten years ago? Sure. There were online... There was online dating ten years ago. Uh-oh. That's where he realized the numbers are... 
But what GPS has your coordinates like that? Like what? Like maybe, what consumer maybe, grade GPS? Maybe they do. Maybe you need to turn them on. But who's watching that as a, as a as a user? But, but that might be like, is that like a Garmin? Like, what is he even using? It's not his phone or anything. No, it could it's be like, like a, a high Tom grade. Or Garmin, but I don't think it is. Like, you know, why does he need? I mean, I don't maybe. Know. I mean, it was kind of smart for the movie to do that, but it well, could no, be I mean, a, the movie has to do it. It could be at a time where you know, GPS technology was people just weren't you know, not a lot of people had it ten years ago. I don't know, so you could do whatever you needed to in the movies with it. Why are you getting out of your car? Because he's this, this location no, trying I to know, find out but... what's going on. Other people are getting out. You know, it's terrible. Traffic. People are upset. There's an accident. Oh, there already was an accident. He's like, dude, uh, 230 people died in this accident? No, sorry, just one. <laughs> oh, there's going to be something else here. Uh, no, like, get back to your car. Oh, my oh, God. shit. Famous last words. Whoa. Is that bad CGI? That looks pretty... Uh, looks all right. Uh, that was bad CGI. It starts, uh, it it gets starts worse. good, gets bad, goes... But, I mean, I think I think it's much better than the subway, which we're going to get to. Oh, the subway my is God. <laughs> but also, that looked great in 4K, so, I mean, you know... No, that looked... I like Happy that. 4K. This is a nice sequence here, this one shot of him running through the wreckage. So much wreckage already. I wonder who shot this movie. Do you know who did cinematography? Cinematography. Oh, Man on Fire. Shot by Simon Dugan. Alright, what's he shot? Isn't it romantic? That new movie, which I did not like. He did Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, He did your favorite movie of all time, Warcraft. No. (laughs) He did 300 Rise of an Empire. He did Great Gatsby, which looks great. Oh man, I'm wearing my Warcraft shirt today. I didn't even realize it. Proving my point. Killer Elite, which I don't know. Restraint. The Mummy 2 and the Dragon Emperor. Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, Jesus, man. Underworld Evolution. Whoa. That was crazy. A movie we've talked about, iRobot. So he's uh, Proyas Boyas. He's Proyas Boyas. Most known for Gatsby, Hacksaw Ridge, iRobot, and this. Alright. Hacksaw Ridge probably A woman is attacked by the environment. Um, Alright, then I'm doing it. I'm pretty sure Rose Byrne gets attacked later. If Cage compromises a woman, which he does not, I win. Do you think, did Cage steal that page of letters, I mean, of numbers? Is Cage he, page? Yeah, the page of numbers that his kid, he pay, technically stole that, right, from, from his, his kid? From his kid? Sure. Cool. But also, he has it on a whiteboard, he has pictures of it, but he also, I mean, you know, it's everywhere. I do like that Cage is doing his best Jack Shepard. Some CPR action here? Well, I mean, it's just like it's the, it's the opening of the pilot of Lost, right? Like oh, they think him. he survived the crash, look at that. <laughs> Yeah, that opening pilot of Lost is great. Mm-hmm. This isn't an adaptation, right? This is just a, a straight up yeah, original I don't think idea. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's from the mind of Alex Proyas. From the mind who brought you Dark City, which the Matrix but ripped off. Also brought you that weird Egyptian movie with the gods of Egypt or something. Did you ever see that? They yes, did a how this, great. this get made on it. It's not great, but it's fun enough. It's ridiculous. I forgot his sister is in this much of the movie. Babysitting, I guess, or just sort of being there, or I guess just being there. I, I guess. don't think she lives there, right? She's just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're twins, like in Gone Girl. 
Affleck has a twin sister in that movie. Oh, right. She, like, runs the bar or something, and they play Scrabble or whatever. I don't know. Bad accent. Would you say Ben Mendelsohn's doing a good American accent? No, he's sort of hovering halfway between American and Australian. He's not quite there yet. Oh, right. Affleck's twin in that is Nora Durst, Carrie Coon. Oh. Leftovers. Oh, I guess she picked him up from school when Cage never showed. You have someone else you can call, sweetie? Mm -hmm. He said, I'll be there in ten minutes, and then he witnessed a plane crash. (laughs) Oh, those are definitely crazy eyes. Are they? Are they dead eyes? I think they're they're crazy at this point. Look at him. He's, He's in the shit. Don't worry. The the odds are I'm not going to win. <laughs> Is you saying the shit a Twin Peaks connection? Are you going to try no, to shovel your no, way no. out of the shit? <laughs> I was using it in more of a war sense, but... Kid, you're nine years old. What do you want? Yeah, you are. I wonder, you know... Have your niece or nephew ever said to you or to their parents in front of you, like, I'm not a kid anymore? No, not yet. Because, like, you have to be like, yeah, you are. Like, <laughs> you know, and believe me, embrace it. <laughs> yeah, really. Don't rush. KG, you're going to shave. Oh, damn. 81 die. He's freaking out because he knows he's right now. But he already knew he was right. No, but now he really. But now knows he knows. So I guess what the other numbers the mean. coordinates and everything. Yeah. yeah. But it's so. also the kind of thing where it's like, if you, it's it's not the boy who cried wolf, but it's similar. Like if you know that something's going to happen at this location, can you do anything to stop it? And right. the answer is no, really no, because he tries in New York where he goes to do the subway thing and he almost gets arrested. <laughs> he, gets, yeah. he gets, and then there's the guy, uh, he thinks the guy has a bomb and it's not a bomb at all. It turns out just to be like a crash or something. Let's turn the volume up so we can hear his accent. I wonder why he has to put on an American... Like, that's the thing. Like, especially in Star Wars, I was so bummed that he didn't just bust out, you know, his natural voice. Because, you know, there's a lot of British-sounding people in Star Wars. Could have an 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 Aussie. I do like his American accent, though. It's specific to him. I'll say that. Like, he doesn't... He's worked on it, and it's... Like it's, now. it's gravelly, but not gravelly. It's like... It's, it's not great. It's not great. It's getting there, though. He, like It gets better. Now, yeah, now I think he's good. Like, you know, in modern stuff. Your scientific mind... I do like that they are literally and figuratively separated by the board. You know what I mean? The framing and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's the stranger. Stranger danger. Hello, sir. We just need your your child and all other children so we can (laughs) save them from this extinction-level event that's about to happen. Yeah. 
Would you mind if we gave your son this rocket, which would basically mean like he's got a turn saved on the spaceship off this rock? It's like oh. a it's like a Willy Wonka golden ticket. It is like a golden ticket thing. What I don't like about them is Cage does Cage I can't remember, does Cage ever find out what they really look like? Yeah, they reveal themselves. Okay, so never mind. I forgot I thought Cage doesn't get to see that they're actually like alien angel people. Which, you know, he's sporting the angel look that Cage did in City of Angels. Yeah, all black everything. So are we supposed to think he's more of like a demonic presence at first? I think he's supposed to just be like an outsider. You know what I mean? Like, he has good intentions. We don't know he has good intentions. He's not doing anything to give off the impression that like, hey, uh, I'm a good guy. I'm a no, good guy. not at all. He's giving off negative vibes. The opposite of the opening to Mike and Dave, good vibes only. <laughs> this is oh, very, he's getting the vision. This is Close encounters Yes. But the kid sees, like, uh, the future. This is creepy. Oh my gosh, and now for all the forest animals to be running. Help. How long do you think the Earth's got to burn for before it all, like, goes goes? out? Yeah. Ah! There's some bad CGI. Big moose. Not great. Um, so I guess there's a couple different things that you could figure out. So, like, either it burns away everything that can burn, not Ken Burns, (laughs) or there's enough smog that it, like, creates a leather level of the Mm -hmm. ozone, sort of, that, like, basically cuts off oxygen and the fire would die. I was thinking maybe, like, there's that wave of destruction that sets everything on fire, and then there's, like... An extinguishing blow, too, so, like, there's, like, a backdraft or something that puts it all out after? I don't know. Backdraft starring Kevin Costner? No, starring Kurt Russell. Oh, I have no idea. That movie... Directed by Ron Howard. So the local AMC by me has... You know, I think Brian was talking about this on a podcast recently. I don't know if it was... Oh, it was on this Peggy Sue Got Married, I think. Or maybe it was one after that. My wang. But they were talking about how... He was talking about how it's weird that, like, there's certain... You know, AMC has, like, these, like director series like this is his most note and it's Peggy Sue Guy like the guy who made The Godfather and The Godfather 2 and The Conversation and yeah and, and Apoc- Apocalypse Uncle Francis and his most notable one is Peggy Sue Guy Married he's just like it's weird what's also weird is that my local AMC has you know movie posters I just think they've never changed and one of them is just backdraft like, <laughs> but they're like it's you, ha- you have literally every movie poster that you could ever want you could just like, like, put something cool up there and Backdraft. I'm not. I've never seen Backdraft. I'm not talking shit about Backdraft. It's a good movie. But I'm just saying, of all the movies to have ever been made, and you've got like, got like ten posters up, and one of them is Backdraft, and they're <laughs> okay, all on that level. Like it's not like I would almost <laughs> well, rather have like the cliche like Casablanca, like all you know what I mean, like yeah. the, the ten that everybody would know, because it's like oh yeah, like, I get what they're doing here, but Backdraft, it's like what? If they get another shot, look at this kid's Rubik's Cube, which now is important in Cage lore because Spider-Man Noir couldn't figure it out at first. But Purple? But the kid's got like a black Rubik's Cube with numbers on it. It's a Sudoku Cube. Oh, Sudoku Cube. Okay, I didn't know there was one. I have, I had or have There's one. There's Rose Boreen. 
She's got a good American accent, I think. She's great in those X-Men movies. And Neighbors. And That's everything. Right. She you know, does have her accent in Neighbors? She doesn't have a... I, thought, I always thought she had a regular voice. I'll well, have to rewatch that. No. I guess I'll have to rewatch both of those. Where's Neighbors 3? Uh, they made a Neighbors 3. It's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a two-minute short. It's like Zombies oh. Rising or something. <laughs> That's my Joe... Uh, that's my uh, Seth Rogen. Seth she was Rogen? just in an episode of oh, At Home with Amy Sedaris, which was very good. Um, I love Rose Byrne. Not a Rubik's Cube, but in Shazam, there's the Magic 8-Ball. That's right. I, yeah, I like that. It's cool. I... My letterbox review is that every time I saw Mark Strong in that movie, I just waited for him to sing John Denver because, like, I feel like in my like, I've seen him in a bunch of things. Yeah, but burned into my brain is the end, or not the end, but spoiler yeah, alert, his end of Kingsman Two. Yeah, where he just sings "Country Home" or "Country Roads," and he just you know sacrifices for Take the king. Me home. Ooh, look at the size of that spider thing. These are the animals he just saw burning. That's right, Rose burning. Oh. Yeah, I was watching Shazam, and my nephew leans over halfway through the movie and calls the whole ending. That's a good accent. Uh, yeah, everyone no, in my he's theater... Like, he's like, this is what's going to happen. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to spoil it because it's coming out Thursday. No, I'm not, but I'm just week, saying, like, like... My theater applauded when that thing happened. So did mine. And I was like, really? Like, it's a fun And they movie. laughed a lot, too, when it happened, too, because of, like, there's something that happens before it happens, I feel, but... You know. We'll talk after the episode. Yeah. But like for a while in the movie, like the like there's just there's there's comedy. Uh and I also I'm I'm being mean about Shazam just because I feel like I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But people are like, This is the most fun actor. No, it's most no fun Aquaman was better. Also half the MCU was better. Oh no, I know, yeah, no, but it's it's still good. I mean oh, I no, put it's it good. up against I enjoyed you're it. right. I'd say half of the MCU is better, yeah. but it is better than half of the MCU, which, which is, is still great. Yeah. I mean But people were laughing throughout the entire thing and like it took a while for me to like mm. get into liking it and people were like, Oh, Darla's the best. It's like, no, Darla's just a cliche character that like she's the precocious kid. Yeah. She's good. But she's still the best. I mean no, I get it though. I don't know. Yeah, go see Shazam. Don't see Pet Cemetery. See Shazam. See us. See us. If the beach bum is still around, you see the beach bum. It's not around anymore by me. I was going to go tomorrow. And... I told Joe, too. I was like, because he was talking about how he and Joe, too, my co-host on Zack Attack, which Zack Efron is in, and he's so goddamn good in it. And he's also my co-host on Too Fast, Too Forever, and Boyfriend Material, and Magic Mike's. He's been on a bunch of our podcasts. Oh, is Mendelssohn a Cage Club crossover with Trespass? Place Beyond the Yeah, but but the Goss Behind the Pines. Oh, too, right? well, Rose Burns also Zack Attack. Uh, bingo! Wow, look at you! Look at me, I actually want a bingo. You are fifty-three minutes in. What do you have? What are your five? Right, well, I don't know. Well, so these are all con- these were all sanctioned. School. Yep. Crossover. Yep. Free space. Woman yep. attacked. Cage steals something. So. Oh, that's why you asked if he stole the thing. <laughs> I'll take an asterisk next to it if you no, want. No, to no, no. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Been, 53 it's minutes. It's been months since I even no, came no. close to winning. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, as bad as I am in the Too Fast, Too Forever game, in getting the tweets, like, the boy that we have a podcast for you, and you're beating me there, yeah, I'm I don't beating know. a bingo, like, 8 to 2 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. like you know, Are we keeping track? We should have been keeping track, because that would have been funny. Are you keeping track? Email mailbag at cageclub.me. But anyway, 
I was talking to Joe, too, about The Beach Bum, because he loves Spring Breakers like I love Spring Breakers, and he's like, I really want to see this movie, but Rachel doesn't want to see the movie, yeah. Rachel's wife, and she's like, he's like, she wants to see us first. I was like, look, go see The Beach Bum, because I guarantee you, in a week, at most, it's going to be done on one show time a day, and then in two weeks, it's going to be gone. And he's like, okay, cool. And so they saw it, and then he messaged me yesterday, he's just like, good looking out, because it's already <laughs> gone. Yep. It's in one show time, I think today it's like five o'clock somewhere. You know, like it's. Oh, yeah, I think Thursday was the last show time around me. I don't know. You could probably find one. Like, I'm if if you go to maybe you go to Palisades. Yeah, maybe there. But I can't imagine it would take too long for it to be out on VOD. But man, oh man, I saw it twice in theaters. It's That's so great. good. I can't wait to talk about it. On Zach Attack, Zach Attack, or Zach at Front plays Flicker. Flicker, that's a cool name. Well, I mean, in the in the scheme of things, where there's characters named Moon Dog, mm-hmm. Lingerie Doggy Dog, uh, Captain Whack, <laughs> Flicker is kind of like a solid fourth place. Oh, it's playing in Cliff. I could go there. Okay, there you go. Tomorrow at four. Otherwise, there's one showings like every. It's all New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, terror resol- Remember the threat level? <laughs> the terrorist threat level? Colored, coded thing? Ooh, there's more angel men. Where is Andre Brower? E.E. And it's written backwards, so... Well, he thinks they're threes, but they're, they're, but he, like, they're written as, you know, E's. Yeah, we get it. There's also another character in Beach Home that's basically named Limp Dick. His name's not Limp Dick, but they only refer to him as Limp Dick. Well, that was like the kid in uh, uh, mid-90s. His name is Shitfuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she looked like Selma Blair there when she opened the door for a second. Like, right I can see that. Selma Blair from... Skyscraper. She's right? in Skyscraper? Maybe not. Who was the wife in Skyscraper? Ned Wait. Campbell. Oh. Who's Selma Blair? So, Cruel Intentions, Hellboy? She's the girl, she's Hellboy's, like, partner? Oh, she's the mom and dad, that's what I was trying to think of. I was like, I think she was in the Cage movie. Mom and dad, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I should play Chris Jenner on the OJ crime story. Oh. She played Cyber Girl on one episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Okay, what's she most known for? Cruel Intentions, Hellboy. What are the other two? I'll give you Hellboy too because that's... What's the third one? Oh, boy. It's going to be tough. It's a Cameron Diaz movie from 2002 starring Thomas Jane. Cameron Diaz, Thomas Jane, Christina Applegate, and Lillian Adams. It's a rom-com. Oh, wait. I think... I think a I girl finds she is forced to educate herself... I never would have pulled this name. I've heard of the movie. I've never seen it. A girl finds she's forced to educate herself on the etiquette of wooing the opposite sex when she finally meets Mr. Right. No idea. Whoa, the sweetest thing. Huh. First came the rules of love. Now comes the fun. Jeez. Cute. Okay. I hear Cage in New York in the fall. 
Oh, let's go there and take a picture of Lafayette and Worth. Be like, this is uh, the famous scene from Knowing. But like, what's Knowing? Be like, what do you mean, what's Knowing? Knowing is knowing that it's Nick Cage movie. Like, oh, I remember also thinking like, everybody in New York is wearing black today. Pretty much, except for that one guy in the blue shirt there in the blue tie. But no, it just seems like every like I know it's business district and everything, but Cage sticks out so much as the only person not in like business gear. Were you listening to me, Leo? Were you watching the the man in the blue sweater? Look, <laughs> Look again. Freeze it. It is a very sort of matrixy looking scene. Oh yeah. yeah. They think Cage is the uh, terrorist? Great. I feel like, to an extent, you could, if you want to stop what's going on, you could act like a lunatic and then, like, have it shut down. You know what I mean? Although you might yeah. get arrested. They might not actually They'll arrest him, him and they might, yeah, they might just try and take him off the premises quietly and... There's, it's <laughs> it's actually not that bad of a fake out when you think that he like the guy might be a terrorist, but what he's just a DVD bootlegger, uh, and he's that Dominic Toretto. It's not a bomb at all. It's just like gonna. It's just gonna be like a something on the track or something. But also, why is this dude a this paranoid? B running from Cage. If this was actually New York, the guy like <laughs> fuck off, get out of my way. It's true. Or he'd be like, you want some DVDs, man? Also, subway stations are not this crowded. No. Very Cage crowded. Stand on the yellow line. And where is that? Stand clear of the open door. Oh, yes, he is behind the yellow line. The cop not doing his job. <laughs> See how confused that guy was for being bumped into? Yeah. He was just waiting for Cage to bump into him again. Cage is currently in lifeguard pursuit. Pursuit. Lifeguard pursuit. It's a Baywatch reference. Oh. Baywatch with Zach Efron? Uh-huh. I got Zeph on the brain. You you stay on the train. <laughs> Lady, you get off the train, but Dick, you stay. Transit police. Transit also, cops. I like that. Oh boy! So, what movies are those? We have oh, Lord no. of War, Firebirds. What are the other two? He's not even a bootlegger. He's just a shoplifter. Oh, okay. But well, now they're all doomed. So, number one, nobody's stealing movies in 2019. I can say that much because nobody's selling movies in 2019. There you go. Number two, I like that the uh, cage. And here we go. Here's the accident. Cage was so convincing. He's like, that's him. Get him. It's like, well, you just chased me from up <laughs> on the street level through the subway. And then I'm like, hey, no, it's that guy you're looking for. And they're <laughs> and like, they believe them. okay, cool. Okay, this is going to look really bad. Really? There we go. Blah. 
You Whoa. know, it's not as bad as I remember. It's not good. No, no, but the plane is much better, after, you know. Well, I think we talked about, like, they ran out of money. They had to have. Sounds about right. Whoa. Oh, that's a that's great shot. Good. That's not good, though. No, but that was a great cool shot. idea. <laughs> Just a little... Whoa, that's terrible. <laughs> I like to imagine that Cage's character has, like, this shield around him. A shield of destiny. Because he has to be witness to the piece of paper. Witness me! <laughs> Mediocre. Alright. Women shushing. I think it'd be really Shush. kind of funny if, like, he's like, oh, the count was two off. Oh, is that woman the baby? I saved. Okay, <laughs> we're good. Only 71 died, not 73. What if, what if, like, there was two more people had to die, and it was up to Cage to, like, choke them? <laughs> it's like, it has to be now. I'm sorry. Either of those movies is a, a great movie. I feel like they should be playing that music again. The dun, you know, dun, I feel dun, like... Dun, dun. And we might have even talked about this on the episode. Doing World Trade Center five years after 9-11 was maybe not in the best taste. No. Doing soot-covered New Yorkers eight uh, years after 9-11, also not in great taste. Yeah, you know what also rubbed people the wrong way, including me? The end of Man of Steel, when Superman and Zod cause like eight 9-11s in like five minutes. It's just like... That was one thing, going back to Shazam for a second, that I was like, I feel like they tried to pay special attention to like not... Yeah. But like, they, he would like jump into like a building, but like it would just break a window. Right. The or fights like, felt more like I was expecting from Superman, to be honest. Or there was like the time where uh, Shazam and the bad guy collapse, like basically Colliding. Neo and Agent Smith in midair, but it's just like a little explosion. Yeah. Because um, that whole like final battle sequence is the end of revolutions, but, like, not as cool. Right. Ooh, Cage in the shower. Cage oh, shirtless. Cage shirtless. Oh, I already got it, but you never know. I feel like... So I've been trying to figure out a Twin Peaks connection this entire movie. Okay. Let me see if I can and I scratch my brain. Like, this and X-Files connection are very tenuous at best. Like, well, this I've is been... almost an X-Files episode, you know? It's yeah. like a guy finds a secret code and shit on that paper keeps happening and, you know... Would you uh, say that... Men in Black. There's Men in Black in this movie. The Men in the Black, they're kind... Mm. They're not government, though, so... Would you say that this is an adaptation of Lucinda's writing? What is that? Oh, I'll still have the kids... <laughs> I can't... I don't know if I can... I want to say right, that, but fine. I just... There's been no gold, which is surprising... There's no singing yet. War, not really. It's not really... The aliens aren't causing war. It's just, you know... Like, I have a decent card. It's just not panning out for this movie. There's Lucinda now playing Abby again. We have a lot of similar ones. Like the musical instrument, the visible tattoo, eating, gold. There's like 75 squares or something like that. Like, we got a bunch of the squares that just... Got some crossover... I started, I don't think I did it for this one, but I started with the other ones that we're going to put later, is that what I would do is I would take all 70 or whatever, right? And I would shuffle them, and I would just take the first 24, and then shuffle again to the other 24 for the next card. But now I started doing, just to sort of make things a little bit more interesting for when we go together, is take the first, like, 48, so we all have different squares. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I don't, like, that's, in terms of bingo, that's not how bingo works. No, there's like, overlap. Do, there's overlap, but I also yeah. think it's kind of interesting that, like, we just have wildly different cards. We could shoot, yeah, I would be up for that. 
which I don't remember if these next two are going to have that or not, but we've also got to figure out by the end of the next movie what May is going to be. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. We need time to figure that out, though. Maybe what? we'll figure that out between movies when this What's is exporting. What's in May, anyway? May Day, Memorial Mother's, Day. Is it Mother's Day? Mother's Day. Memorial Day. Oh, so what? Could, maybe for Memorial Day we could do, um, like military stuff. I don't know. Okay, we could do that. There's a, there's a lot of military. We'll think about. We'll take a look at the list. I think we, we gotta have... get USS Indianapolis out of the way again at some point. We talk about CGI. It's like head. PlayStation Two level aircraft carrier that's parked the whole movie. <laughs> we. Somebody was. What was the Gretzky quote? That that's exactly what I was just about to say. <laughs> I thought recently about you miss ninety nine percent of the shots you don't take, which is in the office is a joke that Michael Scott says like that's his quote, but it's actually Wayne Gretzky's quote. But in this movie, it's also these kind of these couple of sailors in the in the forties. It's just like <laughs> okay. Hey, you never know. Someone someone could have said it back then, and no one ever wrote it down. And was like, yeah, because they died on the Indianapolis. Like, no one ever got that saying back. Oh, boy, to sure. We also have a maybe we'll do it in Lord of War, depending. Mm. There's a we, Walt Hickey needs our help with something. Oh right, I, yeah, I think I saw that tweet. Yeah, the Nicolas Cage movie plot bot. Which I thought was just an actual algorithm that he designed, but I guess not. It is, but like it, it, it you have to feed the variables in. Oh, I gotcha. Very somber, slow. Oh, I guess. his wife was on the list. Mm. Yeah, it is very somber. You're right. It gets melancholy. But it, it, I mean, the whole movie ends on a, on like one of the most depressing notes possible. It's like Endgame. I mean, not Endgame. It's like uh, Infinity Wars. You know, it's like where is the Xanax, please? Like everyone just died. I guess Ant Man was sort of the antidepressant. Ant Man and Wasp was supposed to be like this antidepressant for Infinity War. And I guess Spider Man is going to be. If people are, like, too overly emotional yeah. at the end of the next of Endgame. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so well. Do you think in, in Endgame it's going to be the reverse position and Peter's going to be holding Stark in his arms and Peter's going to be saying, it's time to go, and Peter's going to be like, Mr. Stark, I don't want you to go. It's too soon. I don't know, man. I would. That's how I'd write it. <clears throat> and he'd be like, you're be good, Pete. And he gives him his keys to his Iron Man suit. You see this? There's a sweatshirt that is... It's, oh, it's very sad. Vanishing hoodie. It's the left sleeve is just him starting to flake away. Mm. I want to know. I guess the big question, the only, the only real question we need to know that's unresolved that needs to set up for Endgame is how does Ant Man escape the quantum realm? I think um, Wong helps him. I bet Wong is meditating, and because you know they showed all the different dimensions in in there, and he's probably like, oh, someone is trapped in the in the. Micro dimension. Getting a little racist with this impression. What do you mean? A little bit. I did. Oh, so what? <laughs> was I? I'm sorry. Um, all I said was, oh, someone was trapped in the quantum dimension. Not like I was like, I could really pour it on if you want me to. Oh, yes, sir. Exactly. I didn't feel like I was doing that. He doesn't even talk like that in the movie. No, that's he why I, I, don't like know a... why, I don't know why you're saying that impression. I thought I was just trying to do like a gruff voice. No, you were doing an Asian thing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Don't but... worry. No one's listening an hour and five <laughs> minutes into this episode. Because <laughs> in season Sunshine, and in Sunshine, he's basically like, hey, what's going on here? Like, he's well got sunshine? like a gruff... No, uh... Benedict Wong. 
No, but in Danny Boyle's Sunshine? Or yeah, which? oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Sunshine. Alright. That would make sense. Because, is Doctor Strange, did he get snapped, or does he see Yeah, alive? he's gone, yeah. But Wong is still there. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we only know from what we see on these posters, the blacked out post... Uh, the, does, he have, does Wong have a poster? Yeah, and okay. it's colored, so that means he's alive. So Rocket's like, still alive, but Groot's gone. gone. And the big the big reveal on the posters was that Shiri did gone. not survive. Um, and then I guess from the trailers you find out that Gwyneth Paltrow is still alive. Oh, and well, Happy. she's also just a poster. Okay, and Happy's alive. Yeah, Pepper, Pepper, and Happy both have posters. And I think Happy, I think he develops his relationship with Aunt May. I bet she survived, and the two of them sort of deal with it together, like Peter being gone, Happy is there for her. Oh. Maybe it's just two hours and 40 minutes of them consoling one another in 20 minutes of <laughs> no, but I think, up in Thanos' butt. I think we are going to get a scene, though, where, like, Tony goes to see Aunt May, and, like, Happy's there or something, and, like, they've been dealing with... Because he thinks Tony's gone, she thinks Peter's gone. Yeah. So they're, like, leaning on each other. Because there's something going on in that new trailer for Spider-Man. Between I did not them. see it. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to watch trailers? I thought you didn't watch trailers either. Yeah, well, I slipped a couple. This uh, I slipped on Spider-Man. Tut tut. Plus, they showed it in the theater like five times over the last five movies I went to see. So I've seen them canaling around Italy or something. And yeah, I... there's not much in it. There's really doesn't reveal a lot. Just all, of, all of the, other than the fact that Spider-Man's back. Well, I mean that. Yeah, apparently that was a Sony thing. That was like part of the Sony deal. Yeah. Was like, well, it was supposed to be Guardians three originally. Like that was the whole plan is to kick off the next phase with that movie. Um, that was the plan for like a long time. I heard. Oop. HTML or MCU HTML is winding down. Yeah. As this comes out, uh, the probably the second part of maybe a three part Infinity War episode is out today. But then there's going to be a Ant-Man and the Wasp episode, there's going to be a Captain Marvel episode, there's going to be an Endgame pregame episode, and then Endgame is here. Yeah, but then they have to be back for Far From Home and every subsequent film. They're going to do a crossover, Nico was telling me this is a little bit of inside baseball if you're listening this far in, and you also listen to those podcasts. Um... They're going to do a crossover between Access for Podcasts and HTML for The Dark Phoenix. Oh, they should cross over with Third Time's a Charm for uh, X3. <laughs> I told him that, and he said that you guys tried to schedule it, never happened. I said, reach out oh, again. Oh, yeah, that was in November, though. So, like, I. He so, knows reach why. out again and just try to do well, it. Yeah, I already read that book. It's great. The book is just, that book was amazing. That movie is hard to get through. But, but yeah, reach out because I, I think he'd be down. Because I think I was like, just cross over with Mike. Because there's a, they got the whole like, there's like a bunch of comics that they're going to be reading, and then they're going to do episodes. Yeah, about... they're just up to the Dark Phoenix saga. Because they're going to read episode, are they going to do episodes about like the three X Men movies, the first three X Men movies, and then they're going to do like, I think it's something along the lines of like Origins Wolverine and something else, and maybe First Class, and then there's going to be like another two or three or whatever. So they have like a three or four episodes, sort of covering a bunch of X Men movies all in one. All leading up to Dark Phoenix. Alright, this moment came way too late in the movie. Like, this needed to happen so much sooner. I'm feeling like the movie wants us to be all awake and up for this, and I'm just like, ugh. We got 45 minutes left in the movie or so. So they're at her mom's house. 
I guess. And her crazy mom. And Cage finds all this stuff written underneath the bed. So she's Lucinda's daughter? Yeah. Okay. Revelation time. Everyone like, else. That's super creepy. Yeah. That was a rough day for her. When she scratched all that onto the bottom of the bed. Probably with her fingernails. Horn blaring. I like that the aliens or the strangers or whatever you want to call them are like, <laughs> Horn! You mean the, yeah, the alien stranger angels that never heard a Strange car horn? Angels. They're like, ah, run away from loud noises. The Whisper People. Oh, so it, it makes sense that she plays a young Rose Byrne because she's also basically an old Rose Byrne in a sense in her mom and a young Rose Byrne in her daughter. Ah, oh, all right. Good casting. Good Interesting. Casting, Way to be, movie. This also sort of all has a wayward pinesy kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's they're bit, out in the yeah. woods a little bit. There's like creepy Isolation. outsiders, others. Mm-hmm. Okay, shaking as he holds the gun. Nice little oboe action. It'd be cool if this was Paul Bettany. Yeah, if it was like anybody recognizable. And not just a creepy blonde guy. Yeah, and now you're doing your, like, Children of the Corn thing. Like, you're not making him... You're not making an ally with your actions here. I'm going to just cross off Twin Peaks connection, because I feel like that's... That's more of an X-Files thing, I think, but okay. It is, but I think also, in a sense, the the tall man who goes into (laughs) Cooper's room in the beginning of season two reminds me of that. Also, it's not going to help me win either way. (laughs) It's just bingo. Yes, your mother could see the end of everything, and that would definitely drive someone insane. So, like, these angel alien people, no consideration for that child. They want to save all the other children, but not her mom. Is it even necessary to drop that list? Like, what was the whole point of it all? Because the angel people just come and snatch up the kids they want anyway. I think it's just... I think it it's... They had touched her or whispered to her or something, and she was just overwhelmed by mm. all this information. She just had to get it out of her somehow. Like, she wasn't writing it to warn people. I, I think she was just, like, obsessive with this list. It and was, just was yeah. like, like, here, this has to happen in this way. 
Like, I need to get this out of my brain. Yeah, okay. It's sort of like, in The Man with the red, One Red Shoe, how Tom Hanks has that earworm of a song in his head, mm-hmm. he has to get it out. Okay, I'd Except it. this is about death. <laughs> I wish it was an indication that things were getting a lot hotter on uh, that week, but it doesn't seem like people are sweating more or anything. I thought I mean, may- maybe, if I remember it, I might be misremembering. I think there was something new, sort of like, oh, it's getting warmer or whatever. I think maybe. <laughs> there was one news broadcaster who was like, uh, not only is the terror threat level rising, but temperatures are rising. Everything's going to be red. Did you see that? I'm sure, I'm, I'm guessing it might have been on, maybe on John Oliver. It was definitely, it made the rounds online. It was on Deezus and Mero about that, like, Midwestern news crew doing all the slang. No. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Now I know. Right. They thought it's they going to be, it's going to be lit. Keep it 100. Turnt. Holla. <laughs> I didn't, I, I got like halfway through it and I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> this is not what I live life for to watch. <laughs> It's like, uh, I gotta go watch the Happy Time Murders instead. <laughs> I've got time for that, apparently. I don't know why. It's not bad. It's bad, probably. I haven't seen it, but... I was I was pleasantly surprised about how it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I was, I, by the end, I was laughing like an idiot. But it's totally stupid. I mean, it's just... And it's all just stupid... It's all sex jokes and stuff, so... It's just perverted. Um... But uh, Melissa McCarthy's hilarious in it. Well, she's funny. She just makes a lot of bad movies. <laughs> I didn't even know she had that sitcom, Mike and Molly. Oh, she yeah. She was Molly? Yeah, she, it's still on. Oh, they're doing new episodes? I think so. Oh. Hang on. Let me let me make sure I'm not crazy. She Oh, she just colored it in. I was like, oh, she drew that? She's amazing. <laughs> oh, no, it ended three years ago. They did 127 episodes. Oh, okay. And Billy Gardell, the Mike, is a comedian. Like he's really funny too. I've never, I've never seen a minute of that show. Are they at Ben Mendelsohn's Observatory <laughs> in the middle of nowhere? It's safer. It's not safer. Everyone's gonna die. No, they all should have just gone underground. They should have spent the whole movie digging a hole. Oh, the music's coming back in the background. They're using it as the score. They're playing it, like, super slowly. Parts of it. I love it. What was the movie? Look at this. That's pretty cool. It was a podcast we did, but I don't remember what it was. Where the podcast was, like, a very specific number of seconds or number of frames. Do you remember what I'm talking about? And, like... Shoot. You mean the time of it? Like when it was done? Like it's running time? Yeah, but it was something. It was a movie that had specific time and date information like this. Cool. A micro Tesla. What is a micro Tesla? A small Tesla. A little car. There's just nothing anyone can do. Held. All you can do is be with your loved ones. Or dig a hole and get on the ground, quick. It was Inception. Oh, okay. 
That makes sense. Something was the same, like, backwards and forwards and sideways. Hang on. I'll get... I'll find it for you. Yes, why did you get this prediction if there's nothing you could do about it? You're not, Cage. You're, you're just not. The movie's runtime, two hours and 28 minutes, is a reference to the original length of Edith Piaf's song, Non Genève Regret Rien, oh, right. which last time was first recorded edition, two hours and 28, or two minutes and 28 seconds. Because they slow that song all the way down to make the, uh, Yes, which is super cool. Shouldn't the sun be burning people more? Like, okay, now there we go. Like, she looks in pain from the sun, but she's just crying. She just Th- that should be pain sweat from the sun. You say pain sweat? <laughs> yeah. Which I imagine to be right now, and I'm just I, half, I didn't half, hear, but I did hear half of Top Gun sweat is pain sweat from being uh, in pain from flying those fighter jets. You can the, just, other, the other half is just they got the need. They the need, need to for sweat. speed. <laughs> need to sweat bullets. I like the Rock Hobbs. Uh, give me a couple more towels, will you? Woman, I still think of the um, hey Mia, better hide the baby oil. You better hide that big ass forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fast six, but oh yeah, here we go. Okay. When Cobb asks his kids, well, I think this is the same thing, but I'm just going to read it. When Cobb asks his kids, what they have been. This is also baby spoilers for Inception. I don't know. During the end of the movie, they answer building a house on a cliff, referring w- referring back to the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. of Saito's house on a cliff. The, the movie explains to the audience that significance of Fisher's number, and then it will subconsciously keep re- reappearing in the dreams. In light of this, the audience can watch the whole movie prepared and notice the train that ran on Cobb and Mal over in Limbo had a number on it. A combination of those numbers is used on the taxi, ca- ca- taxi cab that Mal and Cobb get out of the real world, as well as their hotel room in the real world. Supposedly the whole movie was a dream. If it was... That Nolan cleverly made the movie exactly two hours twenty-eight minutes for a reason. The song is continually played to wake people up from the dream. Is two minutes twenty-eight seconds. But I thought there was more than that. Maybe there wasn't. No, maybe not. Did we like record that night for two hours and twenty-three minutes or something? <laughs> was it that long? I don't think. No, it was... no, 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 I don't think so. Because that movie where I was like, oh, I don't like this movie as much as I thought I did. That Cinemaker's run was good. Oh, he's on the phone with his dad. All the best cowboys have daddy issues. That's what uh, Lost taught us. That's the name of an episode. It's either a Jack episode or a Sawyer episode, or maybe a both. Sawyer's daddy. Oh, right, his dad is also a preacher, and he's a scientist. It's a man of science, man of faith. Another Lost Another Lost? We should maybe add a lost connection. I mean, this movie is just chock full of them. I mean, numbers. Numbers, airplane crash. I mean, Nicolas Cage was the star of Lost. (laughs) Well, just like shadowy figures doing, doing stuff without telling you what the hell's going on, you know? You have... uh, Jacob. (laughs) I mean, like, the others. 
You know, considering how popular Lost was, it's kind of surprising to me that we don't see more of those actors in more things. Yeah. Like, Matthew yeah. Fox was in a couple things. Eventually, Lily is obviously now Wasp, in yeah, Wasp, and... But, like... No, the guy who played Sawyer was on another show. He was on a TV while. show. You know, the guy who played Ben, Michael Daniel, Emerson, was on a couple of the shows and stuff. But like Daniel Day Kim's in the new Hellboy, right? But there's, um, but like, there's a lot of people who just we don't see again. No, yeah, it's true. Michelle Rodriguez is all over the map. But... I, also, I, forget, I always forget she's in Lost. <laughs> I know, she's it's in, like, crazy. She's maybe in six or eight episodes. A couple. Yeah, that's true. Like, what's Harley been up to? I don't know. What's Charlie been up to? Charlie. What's Claire been up to? Charlie. Oh, yeah, what has Claire been up to? Well, what about, um... What have Nikki and Paolo been up to? And fucking Ben. What the hell's Ben been up to? He was on, uh... Oh, he had that Person show, of Person of Interest. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, Nikki was on another show, too. But, but he like, would have yeah. been good on movies. That guy was good. And Michael Perrineau? What's he been up to? Well, he was in, uh, I guess, before? Before when he was in... Uh, Matrix. Matrix. Oh no, it's starting again? Wait, what? But why? You already have the list. Oh, not with the nails! This poor kid. Not only does he have voices in his head, but his dad is tackling him. E.E. No, this is Cage trying to... What, they go to the... Uh, oh, yeah, this is the beginning of the end where he thinks he can save them, and she kidnaps them. <laughs> Little end-of-the-world B&E. See, where is this part of the score coming from? There's nothing like it throughout the rest of the movie. And there's moments where they could have used it, too. The movie's otherwise pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the fucking door? That she was locked in that room, so she he knows she drew on that door? Yeah, because I think he's looking for the... What the coordinates? Oh no no that's so that's what it was. So he realized the paper ran out, but she still had numbers in her. Oh, because the boy because kept the writing boy kept when writing. the paper was taken away. And so he needed to find. He knew that she had gone underground on that, and she was like carving into the door. So but she's then, looking for the door. She's trying. He's trying to sand it down. This is a, this is like the <laughs> this is like robbing the gold in stolen. Like how fast this all takes place. Like he gets the door, he heats it up. Well, keep in mind when you said up. that you were like we should be at the end here, right? And I was like, there's 45 minutes left. That was yesterday. Before, that was the day before the apocalypse. So, like everything was happening in rapid succession yeah. now. I don't remember what this says. Yeah, it already says everyone else. Oh, maybe it's the coordinates? <clears throat> I think he might... Is he looking for a safe place? No, it's like a number. 42. 40, 15, 16, 23, 42. 
So, like, where are those coordinates? Nearby. Nope, they bounced on you, buddy. Rose Byrne, Child Snatcher. Like, I get that you want to leave, but, like, give him, I don't know, a minute and a half. Just a minute, yeah. It took him no time at all. At least as far as the movie told us. Like, he that worked immediately. Six hours later. <laughs> really? <laughs> he gets out of the shed and it's night. Earth is gone. So I got that number. <laughs> that protected him, just being in that little shed. Guys, I knew the answer all along. We've had the hide in sheds. Well, you shouldn't talk while you're driving on the phone. It doesn't. There's no signal. The towers are down. Oh, it's all the electromagnetic interference. The micro Teslas. Yeah, that's what it is. Is that? That's also what's keeping them from burning up before the major flare. You've been talking to the whisper people behind my back. <laughs> no, they just talked to us. Ooh. They don't even have to be around the whisper for us to hear it. They just... Whenever. Just throwing a little accident there. Okay. It's amazing how few people are looting. Well, I don't think people really... I mean, people... Oh, this is where they find out, right? Yeah. Okay, and that... That place is going to explode, right? I know she dies in, like, a car crash. Breaking news from the EBT. It's all... It's all real now. Shit, it's hit the fan. This is the purge. Exactly. Stand by for the next 12 hours. I wish I was the president, because we were talking... What were we talking? It was a... Oh, Splash! Splash. I recast myself as the president of the United States who's in that movie. We just have some generic general here. Hmm. General, general. General, general. <laughs> this kid, like, does not stay in cars. No, he hates cars. This is kryptonite. He's more of a cars too guy. What is that? <laughs> What's that thing? Payphone? We called, he called Cage from a payphone before, remember? I like this kid just carries change. It's <laughs> a good call, too. And now we find out that those angel people can drive. Was that them in the car? I think that's them in the car. They get in that car. Or he does. Where does this fall in her American roles? Hmm. Early, early. Like, this is before X-Men, for sure. I think X-Men was 11, 2011. She's been in 66 things. She started acting in 94. 
The first thing I know her from... Freaking out. Freaking the first thing out. I know that she's been in, Star Wars Episode Two. Oh, as the Padme's handmaiden. Dorme. You know who else is one of those, if I'm not mistaken? Isn't Domino one as well? Sofia Coppola? Really? I think so. She's in Marie Antoinette. She's in Sunshine, 28 Weeks Later. Sunshine. Knowing. 28 Weeks so The next year, she was in I Love You Too, Get Into the Greek, Insidious, and 2011, Bridesmaids, X-Men, then The Gosby on the Pines. Oh, she's in The Gosby on the Pines, too. Who is she? Jennifer. Oh, I think she's married to Bradley Cooper, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they have that real asshole son. Neighbors. This is where I leave you. Adult Beginners, Spy, The Meddler, Neighbors 2, Excellent Apocalypse. Oh, she's in I Love You, Daddy, which will never come out. That was that Louis C.K. movie. Oh, okay. That got, like, canned. Yeah. Because... Good. Shelf it. Instant Family. Instant Family is basically Shazam without a superhero. I never saw Instant Family. It's just a foster kid movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really strong, uh, well-done sort of message in Shazam. That's not from the guy. Oh, there she goes. A woman is attacked by a truck. (laughs) Well, that wasn't good. No. I mean, would you rather that or get burned up alive, like, by the uh, solar flare? Oh, there it is. There's the lightning. I think both of them, generally speaking, are painless, because I think they're both instant death. You know? I guess so. Although, how this movie ends, again, spoiler, them all, like, the family together, like, you know, all going out together, I think that's kind of a nice sentiment. She got two Paul Bettany's now. Paul's Bettany. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not dead. Oh, that sucks. She's not dead yet. It's like it, the end of Whiplash. That's like a alien dollar. We paid you for your kid. Boy, respect. It's an alien dollar. <laughs> Look at Cage hopping curbs. Yeah. Wow, nice drift. Power slide. He is the new DK. That's what needs to happen. Wow. The way that we bring Cage into Fast and Furious and bring Tokyo Drift back in is that there's a new DK, and it's Nicolas Cage. What if he just, like, takes over the entire mafia in Japan and, like, declares himself... Or we find out that, uh, what's his name's boss has been Nicolas Cage all along. Oh, that would have been great. Hattori Hanzo. Um, what if... Just what if across the board? I just want him in that series one day. I do feel like, sadly, uh, his brand not being what it once was, and the Fast and Furious movies sort of being so risk-averse, I think, as they get bigger, Uh I don't think that he would ever actually be in them. No, he's not going to get back to that. I don't think he'll get back there for a while. I don't think Keanu would either, but Keanu would be more Mm. likely to be in one of those movies than, than Cage. I really do wonder, like, who they would add. I mean, they added Idris for Hobbs and Shaw. We learned on the Furious 7 episode that we just recorded that is out as of two days ago that Denzel was offered the Mr. Nobody role. Yeah, in, so that'd be good. I'd like to there see are, him. There are big actors that we could add, that you could add to just bring in as sort of, like, to, to broaden the scope of the world, right? Yeah. But, it's all right. They brought in Kurt Russell, you know. They haven't... They brought in Charlize. Like, they try and do that... 
now it seems like one like since Hobbs like since that like they've tried to introduce almost one per movie like a new big well, that's what you need character. to do, right? Although, not six. Did six bring him in? Yeah, but six they took out Giselle, right? So, like, and Han. And they've, oh, no, because at the end of six, Jason Statham walks on the screen. So, yeah. technically, you know. So, the, I guess, so you could say that that's a Statham movie, and seven's the Kurt Russell movie, and eight's the Charlize movie? Yeah. Yeah. You see the thing I posted that Char- Charlize posted? Mm-hmm. She's shockingly single. Well, where, where, give me, you know, she should have posted a number, too, or something. I mean, what the hell? How are we supposed to get in touch? There's absolutely no way that I could support her, but also... Well, I don't think she... I mean, you don't know that she's... who She could support no, I mean, I mean, herself. She I mean, just emotion, wants a boyfriend. I'm talking about emotionally. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I mean, you don't know that. I feel like it's a whole other level. I don't know. I mean, people are people. Like... I don't know. You never know. I... Uh, I'd like to try. Alien dollar. Now she's dead. Mm-hmm. You would like to try? She pa- He passed the alien buck. I just want to say that you would. I would like to try. <laughs> Charlie, is I would like to try. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's looking for people to step up. I'm raising my hand. I mean... Chantana has stepped up to the streets. T- yeah. Although he's now times. infatuated by Jesse J. Thirsty on Instagram. Now, where does he... Oh, this is where they're picking the kids up. That's why. It's right. the trailer. It's where it's the, the trailer uh, where, the, where they were before. Yeah, but now it's out in the field where the alien ship's going to be. This is pretty solid detective work on his part. You know what I mean? For like <laughs> for the leaps of logic and the leaps of faith he had to make before. This is him yeah. actually. And it's not like he's like a number specialist. He's an astrophysicist. Like he shouldn't be this good driving crimes. Hand. Yeah, that's that's a good look driving with the gun in your hand. Oh, it's all the black pebbles. Oh, this is where they come from. So there's just a bunch of kids who I guess haven't already been there, and these are all their dollars on the ground, or is this just... I don't know. I or is this just like the, the marker of where you're supposed to be? Because this is just where they pick up two of the kids. So, like, is this where they were going to... I guess up. yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like if you're saving kids from like Japan, you're not going to make them go to bumfuck Massachusetts. No, exactly. It's like Santa. Right. Or they have a bunch of different space. Oh, here's a question: Do you think that this is going on in other countries too? Like, there's a Russian guy, a dad who's acting oh, yeah. like Cage, oh, yeah. and like, like, like Japan, like 50 years ago, some little girl got touched by the numbers, and like. Well, I think that there's definitely... I don't know. I mean, there's no wrong answer because obviously this is just a movie. <laughs> I feel like the, the modern-day stuff absolutely is happening everywhere. Were there little Lucindas all over the world? Maybe? Although, I really don't know what... Like, like, Luc, like Lucinda's role in this just gives Cage and us a reason to make sense... A way to make sense of everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. her, her story does not matter to the plot. Like, these aliens no. are always going to show up. Yes. They're always going to whisper to the kids and save right. the kids. So that's not necessarily needed around the world. Okay. Because it's not needed at all, basically. It's like... <laughs> this is like... Uh, Which you doesn't know, mean I don't love it. I mean, Him, you know. him shouting, shouting, I want my son, is kind of like... Pay the, he's paying the ghost here a little bit. Ooh, this is a little paying the ghost action. Kid carrying the bunny again. Put the bunny in the box. 
This is my friend, Cameron Poe. It's also a symbol. Cameron Poe the rabbit. It's a symbol of fertility. And rabbits are highly adaptable creatures that can survive in horse circumstances. Do you think... And they get experimented on a lot, too. So. Do you think there's someone out there in the world who owns a rabbit named the Cameron Poe? I wish there is. I hope there is. If I ever get a rabbit, I'm going to name it Cameron Poe. Just have, like, you know, because obviously there's the, the, the common known fact that rabbits breed like crazy. Just have a whole bunch of rabbits named after everybody on Con Air. <laughs> or just name them all cage characters. That'd well, be you could do that. But I also feel like... Because you want to name... Like, name Cyrus the Virus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever John Cusack's name was. Office, uh, Special Agent John Officer Cusack. Officer Vince Larkin. You could have Baby O. <laughs> Sally Can't Dance. Billy Bedlam. Diamond Dog. Pinball. Oh, Garland isn't that Green, Tom from Johnny Lost? 23, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. That's Tom from Lost. Yeah, the pilot. Look at that ship. That's a great idea. Email us, mailbag <laughs> at caseclub.me if you do that. I love Cage's wonder at that. But he's seeing. That looks nice. That's good CGI. Yeah. It's very abstract, you know. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be looking at. Well, I feel like that's the thing. Like, if you want to make sci-fi sort of feel not dated, just make it look weird. Like, don't base it on reality. Make it just abstract and strange. But not you. Just us. I like this kid. It's just like, yeah, we're going to go fuck and start start human race over (laughs) on a a planet that's not about to explode. I mean, we're going to wait ten years. Don't worry, but, like... Don't get me wrong either, Dad. Are they bringing the rabbits for food? Is this straight up us? I might be. Did Jordan Peele see and love this movie? This and The Shining. And he's like, that's where all the Easter eggs are going to come from. Literal Easter eggs for these rabbits. Yeah. All right, time for your true form. Do we get that? I'm not sure if we get their true form. You can't go. Cause In you're my an mind, adult. there's like a very trippy visual thing coming up, but maybe there's not. No, there there definitely is. Because they also go to that crappy planet at the very end. That's what I'm thinking of. Kid, you, he's not talking. You I can see. I know that you're hearing it, but you're, you can see that his mouth is not moving. And Cage is playing shocked father at the end of the world really well right now. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Wouldn't it be kind of funny? What I, the movie I want to see is if they take all the kids and one adult, and that adult is Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and how does he? What happens when the, it's just him? What happens when it's just one father and for like, nine billion kids and an alien world trying to start over? I wonder how many kids you take because, like, you know, in the Matrix, they, they got to take them all. You can't burn them alive. She could. Because uh, there's more kids around. True. Like, if this was, like, the local pickup spot, there would be more than just these two right. kids here. Because in the <laughs> Matrix, right, they talk about... But it feels like it should be. When the architect is giving Neo his choices, like, go through that door, try to save Trinity, all of humanity will die, go through here, reset the Matrix, nine male, 16 female, right? So, like, you don't need a ton of people to reset the population. I'm guessing maybe you bring, like, a couple hundred kids at most. Okay. But you still got to wait for them to grow up before they could even procreate. So, like, you should have brought in some teenagers, too, so that they can just get down to fucking. Knowing, too, this one, we have sex. (laughs) 
knowing too in the biblical sense. It's ooh, that's a better title. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Fire, all the biblical ass, shit title. going on. <laughs> I feel like this is being dragged out too long too. Like the goodbye. It's like just say goodbye. Gotta go. Gotta go now. Gotta go with them. He gets to go. Well, not with him, because he's gonna be saved on an alien world. Well, what what is that? Is that significant? <laughs> <laughs> We've not seen him show any significance to this. No, and necklace. I'm pretty sure when we see the kids again, they're in new clothing. Like, they're in, like, these white robes yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, does he even get to keep his hearing aid? I mean, why are they even taking that kid? He's I don't, defective. I don't think he's going to need the hearing aid. I think where they're going, they don't need to hear. They just, you know what I mean? Like, they can just... Oh, that's right. He didn't need the hearing aid at all, because he can understand the whispers. Psst, psst. What did he Cage give him? Is it a whistle? Because he was, you didn't notice him wearing anything around his nope. neck the whole movie, right? Nope. Maybe we'll find out. It's like they're intentionally keeping it below the camera. Oh, here we go. Whoa. Oh, they, Thanos, sna- Thanos snapped and their, their, <laughs> their ethereal bodies went away. Wow. You can see their brains. Dad, what are they saying? I don't know, kid. I still can't hear them. They're angelians. Alien Evangelians? Yeah. Trust this. Look at us. How can you not trust me? We're freak, freakish a- animal monster from the from alien worlds. They're still humanoid, though. Yeah. Or maybe that's just like this. Might be their true form, but it also might be their true form. You know, in a in like an it kind of way. It's all it's all we can comprehend. Yeah, kind of thing. Now, if they had just appeared on Earth like that to begin with, don't you think it would have saved a lot of hassle? Maybe it's his wife's necklace. Oh, that could be. You and me together forever. There should have been more sign language in the film. I do feel like, because they're not here, because I, I think that mm-hmm. if they showed up on Earth like this, it would have been a different movie. It would have been like a war movie, right? Where they oh, would it would have been a different movie, but I mean, it also just would have, so much misunderstanding would have been cleared up immediately. Well, at the end of the day... They're not creepy looking guys in trench coats. At the end of the day, they were still successful in <laughs> get, um, accomplishing their mission. Yeah. They cut it pretty close, though, if you ask me. Like, they should have finished this up like a year ago. Oh, here we go. It's going to form into, like, some kind of Superman ship, the diamond crystal thing. Yay. With a naked baby Clark Kent in there. It's a giant space baby. It's cool looking. Yeah, it's bizarre. Bizarro. And we're off. Yeah, this is cool. 
That also might have been the shot I took. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think anyone was expecting this to happen at the end of the movie. Well, like, oh, oh no, it of, was this one. A bunch of aliens are going to come and take some people away, and then the world's going to burn. And then they all fall. As soon as it takes off, the rocks all fall to the ground. Huh. So the rocks aren't alien rocks at all. They're just rocks from this field. It's from their parking lot, yeah. I thought it was dollars from space. Have oh, have how many... Let's see, so if there's two on each... Yeah, there's a couple... Seems uh, like they could fit more than two, but... What do four, I Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Not a ton! I mean, what are you going to do with, like, forty kids? Watch them fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. They're like, here you go. But I, I really don't think, like, you know, if you think about the Matrix, and the, if I'm assuming that those numbers come from somewhere. It's not like the Wachowski's just like, oh, no, yeah, I that think that's good. I think that's the least amount of people you can have without crossbreeding, you know? Like, Maybe. So that, yeah, so that when family, when new children are born, that you don't accidentally, like, fuck a sibling, because there's so few of you. you got to really yeah. keep track of that shit. I do wonder... Can you imagine having to be tasked with, like, picking 25 people to re- restart the human race? Like, no thanks. How would you, who would you pick? Shaq. Nicholas Cage. Charlie <laughs> Sparrow. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Sandra Bullock. Stern, yeah. Well, here we go. Here's some cool shots coming up. The end it's of not the just world. things are on fire. And he gets to drive wherever he wants, too. Like, there's not, you know, like, just major traffic everywhere or anything. Here, plays it. There it is. It's just... So now it's diegetic sound. It's just part of his world. Like, that's just the CD that's But it on. was the first time. He was listening on vinyl, I thought. Or was he not? Was I, I think was it might have just been score. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it might have been score. Either way. Who's going to spend their final moments fighting? Like, come on. Do, be, be more like Mendelssohn. He just hugs his wife in the street. I love how Cage drives by him, too, and, like, picks him out of the crowd. It's like an Ikea bag. It's not an Ikea bag, but it looks like an Ikea bag. There he is. You were right. With the wife that we never saw? See? Never saw. Never saw. Maybe it's not even his wife. Maybe it's Ooh, just a woman. Maybe, just it's like... not. maybe they just grabbed each other on the street. See, that he's the only car is a little worrisome, but okay. There's <laughs> there's military. Jesus is the way, way tree of life. Tree of life? I thought it's a truth in life. but Maybe. I'm... Yeah, it's about time you get out, Cage. Crowd clamoring, says the subtitle. That is, uh. Yeah. I'm glad he makes it there just in time. He seems to be one of the only people sort of like resigned to accepting. Well, he just saw his child get taken away into outer space by an But you gotta figure some other people saw that, like their other, their kids too, get taken. We just saw there were 13 spaceships that like, goes around the world. I figure in this Boston metropolitan area, mm-hmm. maybe not. <laughs> that's true. That's what a man who just killed his son says. <laughs> Where's Caleb? He won't be hurt ever again. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can hurt him from this point on. Cage parents. It was a nice touch, I think, earlier. Aside from the fact that just setting up that his, his dad's a man of faith or whatever, that he called his father, and like that, this moment doesn't come from out of mm-hmm. nowhere. Yes, the sister was in earlier. It actually works really well. 
the Rev Costler size. Oh, he's a reverend. Come on, let's all share in this hug together. Dad, would it change your idea of what you believe in if I told you that aliens just took your grandson <laughs> out of space? <laughs> really? Here he comes. The really messed up part is that you know that this happens today, but you don't have a timestamp. Right. You're just hanging around waiting to die. And you figure, where does it start? Like, did it start in Africa? Well, I mean, it whatever closest to the sun, when, when the sun's 100 microtesla emission. <laughs> right, so Australia? <laughs> well... I don't know. Everything's getting blown away so fast. It's. I feel like buildings... Well, maybe not. Now that I see this shot, and that shot, and how, like, yeah, and that shot, and, like, things are literally being ripped out into space. There it goes. And now we're on the alien planet? Eden, New Eden. Amber waves of green. Purple Mountain's Majesty. A couple Some rabbits. White rabbits. Another Matrix connection. Follow the white Go rabbit. Ask Alice. Oh, and they're just going to peace out. See you later. We're going to leave you here. She looks a lot like she would be Rose Byrne's kid. Yeah. Oh, he's got the necklace, so they let him keep it. Okay. Welcome to Earth also. Earth T O O. Yeah. Yeah. Tree of Life. It also looks like the beginning of the Bruckheimer logo, where like the yep. lightning hits the tree. It's the fountain. It's the tree from that movie. The tree, that the space once. tree. I should see that movie again. Crescendo. So wait, everyone was dropped off so far from each other. Well, I think it's like, this is where you live now. Oh, you get the tree, they get that tree. And now you know. I don't think that's a cop-out. I think it's a weirdly... I mean, it's an optimistic ending, but I think yeah. it's... You know. But that was... Knowing. knowing. In two weeks, we'll be back here for Lord of War, starring Nicolas Cage and also Weston Cage. Oh, right. Plays the monkey wrench Very mechanic. Weston. Guy. Jared Leto in that movie. Jared Leto. And on that episode, we will let you know what we're going to do for May. Probably some kind of war. I guess also Lord of War transitions us into oh, yeah. some military month. But cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, mailbag at cageclub.me. we still got swag. If you want to email him, we'll give you some stuff. Cageclub.threadless.com for merch. Patreon.com slash cageclub to support us. Gonna fast forward through here. Don't want to yep. hear the theme again. I the don't think dark theme. The it's like the this. dark universe theme of really? this movie. Seriously. Um, but yeah, just you know, email mailbag at cageclub.me. Say that you were listening. Say hi. Thank you. And we'll be back in two weeks for Lord of War. Bye. Adios.